The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast Community Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I'm Ace Azamine. You can't be a different person every week. Well, you said last time I couldn't be Jimmy Crocker. Why can't so I'm, I'm the other people Azamine I do this, this podcast with just be themselves? Faces for radio, John. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, uh, if you listen to yesterday's show, Jimmy uh, is not with us this week. He's on assignment at, at a con somewhere on the East Coast um, or on his way back from, from one. So anyway, we will miss him, but uh, he will be back uh, next week. So look forward to that. And also um, Ace, uh, last minute, uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't make it this week. So um, I am, I am Gleep. John and I are here. We are those guys with ships. This is episode 52 of our Star Citizen Community Podcast. Today is November 9th, 2945 Standard Earth Time. I'm naming my next child Jar Jar. Come on to the team for the big win, John. You too can be a fan. Why do you have to mention Jar Jar in my presence? Because it bothers you. Oh, no, no. What, 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 did, what did... What's his name? What, what did... What did uh, Ignatowski say uh, in Wrath of or in uh, it wasn't Wrath of Khan? What was the the one where he said, "Because you wish it." Who's Ignatowski? Jim Ignatowski from Taxi. Um, Christopher Lloyd. Remember when he played the Klingon captain? In, no, I haven't seen that one. I forget which one that was. But anyway, Kirk said, "You know why? Why?" And he said, "Because you wish it." Okay. Ronald like Jenkins, huh? It sounds like a good quote. Yeah, it is. But I don't get it because I haven't seen it. All right. Well, we'll add that to the list of movies John's not seen. It's getting long that list. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. Hotel Midi is the intro outro track. It is off of his most recent album, Alphanumeric, which can be found along with all of his other fine musics at the W. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not doing that anymore. At RonaldJenkins.com. <laughs> all right. But, John, you and I are not alone. We have a very special guest uh, filling in for Ace tonight at last minute's notice, and uh, we really do appreciate uh, him stepping up to come in and uh, speak with us, and that would be Mr. Mad Cow. Mad Cow, how you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me on here. I'm glad I could make it. Yes, yes, as, as are we. Um, uh, very excited to have you here. Uh, you, uh, along with uh, Johnny11 Bravo have uh, and, and Easy, have been... Uh, 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 heading up our, our ARMA campaign, if that's the proper use of the term. <laughs> I like it. It works. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, very exciting. We had quite the turnout last night. So um, uh, we're excited to have the chance to uh, talk to you about that a little bit. And uh, so, again, thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. And um, so, uh, speaking of that, we should probably get right into it. Um, we did last week uh, have a special report where we had um, you and uh, Johnny Eleven Bravo on talking about uh, your plan to begin training folks to train noobs like me to uh, learn some basic uh, 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 squad tactics so that when the Star Marine or the FPS component within uh, Arena Commander uh, comes online that we uh, will do something other than just... Uh, spawn die repeat um, yeah, exactly and, <laughs> that's the goal anyway well, we're hoping for that yeah so why don't you um uh talk a little you know introduce yourself again uh to uh the folks and, and then uh, maybe uh, sort of uh, recap what we discussed on the special report and we'll uh just kind of jump in with questions as they occur 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, happy to. Okay, so basically, uh, I'm Mad Cow, as you've already said, and that's uh, uh, our goal was initially to find out uh, a how many vets there were around those guys with ships. Uh, yeah, I kind of met a few here and there, and I knew there were several more. And uh, then, having talked to Johnny and Levin Bravo, we decided to maybe uh, you know, see if those guys would be interested in uh, helping out, kind of help training, uh, if you will, the people that have no uh, no real world experience. In, uh, in kind of the, the real-world first-person shooter, if you will. Uh, and, and then uh, kind of taking what we have is quite a large you know, uh, sum of knowledge and then uh, you know, training them or at least showing them some, of the, some pointers that may help you know, exactly keep them from you know, spawn dying, spawn dying again, mm-hmm. and uh, help us work better as a team so that everyone can have a lot of fun. That's kind of the goal. Uh, you know, the reason you know, we like those guys with ships so much is that it's all about just everyone having fun. And yeah. Amazingly enough, somehow I don't know how you guys managed to do it. I'm still amazed. Is that everyone seems to be friendly and helpful in this in this org? No idea how it happened, but it's a uh, yeah. I've got, I've got nothing on that. It's all John. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's all John. <laughs> okay. What did okay, I well, do? I don't know. <laughs> I'm Appar- as clueless as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're, Lee, you're the ice cream man. I guess you know. Do you have like a? <laughs> everyone just comes running to you. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the voice. But, uh, yeah, so basically the idea was is to, uh, you know, get everyone together and do that. So uh, with that said, what we did, um, let's see, it would have been uh, yesterday, we had our first meeting with the trainers. Uh, so what we did is we, once again, uh, last week went on and, uh, you know, tried to get as many people that might have been interested, uh, any vets that wanted to come along and, you know, maybe help train people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had several people show up last night. And uh, it would not have been something you'd want to sit in uh, as someone, you know, excited about it. It was a whole lot of dry... Uh, hey, what what do you guys think we should do? Uh, how the best way to go about approaching it is, um, and that sort of thing, and and along and uh, also just getting to meet each other, uh, you know, the people that uh, that we hadn't talked to previously. Mm-hmm. So uh, relatively dry, but uh, very productive. So that's mm-hmm. good. So were you and, in game for this? Uh, we actually uh, we were partially. Uh, some of us were, and we ended up dropping out because a couple guys showed up that weren't. And uh, we thought we would just kind of focus on just the talking and kind of just getting through some stuff. Uh, and then later on this week, we're going to go ahead and meet up again this week, uh, I believe set for Wednesday evening. And uh, we're going to get on Arma and uh, you know, just kind of work through some, some of the basics and make sure we're on the same page and then uh, start kind of disseminating that information out to everybody. And how many guys do you have uh, showing up? Uh, right now, I've got just about half a dozen of us, so a good number for uh, training. You know, we were yeah. hoping for hoping for somewhere between four and eight, and we hit right in the middle. So can't complain at all about that. That's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I was able to make it out um, late, later last night, and it seemed like a, 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 a part of this process of getting up and going is actually getting the software configured so that we can all be in the same classroom, if you will. Um, so yeah. can you want, want talk a little bit about um, uh, maybe not the individual mods that we're using, but uh, sort of the intention behind the mods as uh, compared with Vanilla Arma? Because I think a lot of people who are listening may have experience with Vanilla Arma and um, uh, maybe not a positive experience. And maybe if we can describe to them how the mods that we're using uh, expand the uh, the functionality and, and the fun of, of the oh, game, yeah. that that might be... Uh, um, uh, you know, enticing to them. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, so basically what we've done, first off, um, everyone has a bad first experience with Arma. I feel like that's across <laughs> the board. Everyone I talk to is the first thing they say is, well, I played for 20 minutes, uh, then I died six times, couldn't figure out how to shoot my gun, and I was done. You know, or something along those lines. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think, you know, well, like you said, Gleep, I mean, you showed up, you've shown up several times, and uh, you're very effective in your combat medic role that you wanted to play. I think uh, you do an excellent job. So I think that's a Ooh. testament to uh, at least we've we've managed to get you on the right track. And you know you were I think you were definitely in the I threw this game away and didn't ever want to touch it again crowd. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as far as the mods go, uh, first off, for the training purposes, what we will probably end up doing when we're doing our training classes, uh, we will go ahead and cater that to the lowest denominator. So if we have people showing up, they have Arma, they're not sure what else to do or how to do it. Um, we will set it up so that uh, they can get in there and play, and we'll just uh, you know we'll set up a specific uh, server instance for that, so that we can go on just with the vanilla Arma. Um, oh, we okay. talked about that and decided that's probably the best way to do it for the training classes. Now, if everyone that shows up happens to have them all, there are people that have shown up, you know, been showing up for weeks on end. That's different. We can you know we can change it over. We can pretty much do that on the fly if necessary. 
Okay. So, but as far as the other uh, the mods go, as you you talked about, really, it's just a matter of uh, a lot of people have have that that special look they're really going for. I think that's what it really comes down to, or their favorite gun. And uh, to that effect, then you, know, you have any number of mods will, will get you there, and it's kind of trying to just squeeze it down to the ones that people are actually using that give them the variety that they're looking for, so that they, you know, so their immersions don't pucker. I think it's the correct <laughs> term for that. We're we're all about unpuckered immersions, right? right? We don't want we don't want puckered immersions. It's no good. No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, uh, speaking of um, uh, of the mods, we are also, and I, I think we're, uh, uh, John, correct me if I'm wrong. We are looking at possibly making a change to our voice com server. Uh, we had have been using Mumble. Uh, we have a, a fifty slot Mumble server. Uh, but uh, you have uh, a mod that you're using in Arma, which uh, um, uh, helps with uh, being able to organize uh, squads and what have you. But we need TeamSpeak to make that work. Is that correct? Yeah, it's just the way the mod happened to be set up. Uh, the mod makers, I, TeamSpeak has some different functionality than Mumble does. It's just like any of those other ones. I mean, between that and Ventrilo and, and, and TeamSpeak, you know, it just happened to be. I think TeamSpeak just fit that particular mod, and that's the only one that it works with. Mm-hmm. So uh, typically, when we're playing Arma, usually uh, the problem is is it's a, it's called Task Force uh, Arrowhead Radio. Essentially, what it does is if you have twelve people on a channel all screaming at each other during a firefight, it gets very very loud very quickly, and no one no one knows what's going on. Right. So this just helps separate it out a little bit and make it a little easier for everyone to enjoy themselves to the maximum. And it's kind of cool, you know, you get the little radio sounds. So every time you know you get the every time you do stuff, which is I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's that was very cool. Immersion. Yeah, it, it sounds really cool. It's so, definitely immersive. Yeah, yeah, and they've got yeah. the 3D audio with the other thing. So if you're walking around someone using the other one, where you're talking right next to them, it actually sounds like they're right next to you. So it's a, uh, it, it it requires a little more setup, but it's well worth it. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, apart from downloading Teamspeak and uh, and hooking up to the server, I don't think there was too much, was there? I mean, no, um, not I, really. I'm 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 impaired and I was able to uh, to get through it so <laughs> well you know I've gone through it now with about a half dozen guys um, myself going through from basically them just walking in and saying hey I want to play with you guys what do I need all the way through the, the, the mod process and you know depending on your on your uh, kind of computer computer savviness um, you know it can take a little longer than sometimes or some can take longer than others rather but uh, for the most part it's not too bad it's pretty quick so, um, John, we had a list of mods that we were able to get off the Steam Workshop. And, and uh, Mad Cow, are, is, can we get by with only mods from Steam, or do we have to pull... I know that there's there are mods from, like, uh, uh, Arma, Armaholics. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Armaholics? Yeah. Uh, that are, are cool and fun to play with. But um, uh, for folks that are, are maybe a little less into uh, going and grabbing stuff from all over the interwebs and, you know, plugging it here and, and uh, installing it there... Uh, can we get everything that we need to uh, participate just from the Steam Workshop? I wish I could say yes. We tried so hard to make it work that way. And we've got the absolute maximum we can get from Steam on there. And uh, we're constantly checking to see as you know people add their mods to Steam if they've got it on there. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the, what, I, what I ended up doing, because we couldn't do that, and it was so hard trying to get people to hunt down the mods, get on the different websites, trying to get it work, having to download link not work, having to take forever... What I ended up doing is actually uh, using my personal Google Drive, and I've got a terabyte of storage. Um, so I just uh, set up a shared drive that basically what I'm doing is keeping all of the files that don't that aren't on Steam, uh, just made them into archives or zipped, fo- or zipped files on my Google Drive, and I linked it in the uh, form so that people can just go on the Google Drive. It says, re- you know, there's a folder that says required, you know, mods. Click on that. You know, you can download the ones you need and put them in your Arma folder, and you're good to go. So, yeah, it makes it a little yeah. easier. Yeah, because I, I know when I logged in last night, I had um, we had an update to what is the, the ACE, what is oh, it, yeah. the Advanced Conda- mm-hmm. Combat yeah, Environment right. mod, and so um, I was able to go there and get that um, uh, really easily. So um, we have a place in uh, in the forums where we're kind of keeping track of uh, of where of what, when stuff is being updated and, and where to go to uh, to get the latest uh, versions. Yeah, we do. And uh, John and I were actually working on getting a kind of an updated list and a little bit uh, better. Uh, kind of uh, directions, I guess, for how to get get through stuff um, in the near future. I think with a with a new site update, so that should be coming coming pretty soon. 
Yeah, I mean, because it really, I mean, and the reason I, I think it's important to go through all this stuff is, is to, to get people to the point where they can have fun as quickly as possible. Because I think, like you were saying, I think uh, it is it is a game that has the potential to uh, be overly frustrating at first. And if you don't have folks to, to help you along or it's easy to have a... Um, a uh, a less exciting experience, um, and but once you get over that hump, it, it is so much fun. I mean, it's. Um, uh, I remember, you know, back back in the day when the first Planet Side came out. You know, I I kind of wandered around in that. You know, and and uh, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, it was it was kind of new for the time. So I mean, and you know, I had a new computer, so I you know I had a friend at work that played played it with, but it wasn't all. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot of fun. It was just it was sort of an interesting, fun new thing to do. Um, but um, as soon as I got involved in a group that was uh, really into the game and had structure and had patience to um, uh, work with people that were willing to be uh, to learn and to be coachable, um, it, it the fun went through the roof. I mean, it was it was you know it was ju- it was just awesome. And so I, I think that. That this uh, environment has that potential, uh, or that the potential exists for other folks to have that kind of experience with this, and so that's that's kind of why I'm I'm so excited about it. Yeah, for sure, and that's just it. Is that you know we've got a good group of people. We have a lot of people showing up. I mean, we regularly let's see. Right now, we've got six guys playing right now, um, and that that fluctuates. You know, it goes anywhere. And this is, I guess, in the evening. Uh, depending on when you guys are getting it, but uh, you know, most evenings there are anywhere from three to ten people in there doing that. And you know, you can get by with two guys. You can get by with twelve or fifteen. You know, it's very it's very uh, uh, flexible that way. But the nice thing is, yeah, exactly. There are so many good people out there that want to do this. And the nice thing is, it's very. I think the way Star Citizen is going, it seems like it'll be closer to Arma than it will be to like a Battlefield game or something like that. Um, in terms of the ability to to shape it how you want to do it and i think that's so you know getting the armor experience um it's definitely going to carry over in into star citizen and we're all super excited about that so while while i'm not as excited about flying as ace is uh, i am very excited to do everything else involved in it and i think everyone else is too so i think we're gonna have a good group of people going forward through that even you know even with uh with armor and once we get obviously ac 2.0 which everyone's you know waiting with bated breath for yeah, well, um, you know that's a good point. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, how, um, you know, sort of your uh, gameplay background? You know, what brings you to gaming? What you you're looking to do? I mean, we're those guys with ships. I mean, so it, it's uh, who's you know, an odd fit. Yeah, kind of, kind of by de- default, all of us are kind of here because you know we we like sitting in the bathtub, you know, going. You know, I said the rubber ducky, so it's a bloop, bloop, more of that, and making quacking noises. <laughs> I don't. Well, John, what did you? What did you do? Were you you're, you're a ship guy or you're a duck guy? I didn't take baths as a oh. child. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, sometimes that's that's fine. Just were you just squirted with with a hose outside like the dog, or no? What do you, what do you need to be clean for? I just, I just never never showered or bathed. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you know, I guess that works. After a while, you just build up a nice tough crust. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, but, did you uh, see, see that that kid in the Peanuts cartoons? Everybody loved him. <laughs> was it Linus? Is that the one with the blanket? Was no, that no, no not Linus? Pigpen. Pigpen. Pig pen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, John had his own cloud that followed him around. Did you? Well, that's impressive though. If you can get your own cloud, that's did you name it? <laughs> that's a real John, question. John, John took it to the cloud long before uh, Silicon Valley. Oh wow, wow. That's I good. Don't that, know what that means? I don't know, but I like the way you tied that in. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why they pay you the big bucks. But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, we were saying, oh yeah. So, so history. So, uh, I mean, I've gamed for forever. Um, I actually, I never played a first-person shooter uh, until my little brother played. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Wolfenstein games, the one back in the day, mid '90s, uh, late '90s, something like those. Oh. Yeah, I guess it would have been late 90s. Yeah, it would have been late 90s. So I hadn't played those before. I was always kind of an RPG guy. I did some other stuff. Um, you know, King's Quest games back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of those. Um, and that type of stuff. Ultima games, always played those. Um, and I never really liked multiplayer stuff. And he said, hey, you know, this is great. Let's do this stuff. All right, so I played a little bit. I've never been a huge running gun fan. Uh, 
which is probably just killing John right now. It's just not my thing. I tried really hard, and uh, but before uh, I was in the Marines for several years. Before that, we actually uh, met a big group of guys uh, who played. We beta tested um, joint operations. Uh, it's a game made the same guys that made uh, Delta Force, Black Hawk Down, made a bunch of them. Uh, can't for the life of me think of the studio that did that uh, at this point. Uh, but or no, oh man, start with an N. Anyway, not important. Point of the matter is, uh, we hung out a lot, did some stuff, did some tactical uh, gaming, and had a really, really good time doing it. And I really found that was a really a niche I really enjoyed, and um, you know, kind of carried over throughout my gaming experience. Uh, played a lot of WoW, obviously, like pretty much everyone else and their brother uh, at some point. But that's really the social aspect more than anything else is what drew me to those types of games. You know, like mm-hmm. hanging out with people. I enjoy group activities where we get together, we're going towards some kind of goal. And we can accomplish it. You know, when everyone's interested in doing the same type of thing, we're all willing to listen. And, you know, we put the team first and really, you know, really focus on doing what we need to do to help the team go forward. And uh, that kind of carried over with every other game, especially in this one. Uh, You know, for Arma and obviously for for Star Citizen, but we have yet to see the first-person stuff for that one yet. Um, So, like, well, carrying kind of your your expectation for star citizen mm-hmm. um, i mean uh, maybe what do you what do you expect uh, how do you expect your gameplay uh, day to to go I'm, i mean what are you are you uh, thinking that you want to to get mis- fps missions um, i mean it, it's it's interesting to to think how somebody that is primarily going to be an fps player is going to play in a uh, in a universe that requires a ship to get anywhere. Yeah, well, you know, I've been thinking more and more about that. I mean, I've got ships. I've got a, I've got a Cutlass Black, and I've got a Constellation that I bought one night when I had imbibed a little too much of the drink. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I don't regret it. I did it, and I'm happy. I will never give it back. But I probably shouldn't have spent the money on it. <laughs> anyway, past that, though. Uh, but really, you know, honestly, uh, my expectations are really to use my ship like you would a car. Well, I really kind of figure I'll probably end up doing with it for the most part. Uh, I'll probably, you know, fit it out defensively. Uh, probably won't, uh, you know, the engine speed won't be as important as making sure my shields can take a hit and my guns are strong enough to push someone away and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Because I'm just not, I would like to say that I could train myself to be a good flyer, but I'll be honest with you, I am a terrible pilot. I admit it wholeheartedly. <laughs> and, I'm, and I embrace it. And then I look at Ace and say, hey, if you ever need somebody to, uh, you know, man your shields, I'm it. Uh, well, well, that's, you know, for, for those of us that really just suck at pew, 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 I mean, I mean, it's just you're a godsend. I mean, because it's like I, I can't, you know, I can't try to fly. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bad pilot, too, but I can't try to fly this thing and defend myself. So having somebody that actually enjoys just hanging out in a turret and, you know, playing that defensive role, that's just awesome. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. And the other thing, too, is, you know, there are going to be missions. You know, you've seen in the, uh, what was the CitizenCon demo and whatnot, where you, know, you had to get out and go do stuff. Anytime you're getting out of the ship, maybe potential for some kind of first-person combat. You know, you go in that space station, you may need, you know, you may need to cover your, you know, need to defend yourself or something like that. Mm-hmm. We also saw where the uh, the Marines went into the station, and then they all got killed by the uh, pirates, and the pirates went and took their ship. Now, given they said that that won't be that easy to do, but at the same time, if those Marines had used, you know, if it wasn't, you know, if they hadn't practiced it 40 times, you know, before that to, to stage it correctly. But if those Marines <laughs> yeah. had used the proper, you know, the proper type of tactics for that environment, uh, you know, it's very possible they would have been able to protect themselves and come out there on top. And so it's one of those things that you don't have to be someone that's done this in real life to be able to do this stuff, to, to be able to, to, to act um with basic proficiency, I guess what it comes down to, and work as a team together. So even if we have a bunch of pilots that normally pilot around and they don't know, you know, they, they don't have a they don't have an advanced grasp of the first-person shooter stuff in a tactical sense, at least if they have the basics down, they all can go in there and know, okay, there's four of us here. We've got to have one guy watching the back. We've got to have two guys, you know, we've got one guy watching the front. We've got some two guys on the sides. You know, we're all looking around each other. We're watching the, the balconies above us. We're watching this other stuff. Okay, one guy's going to do this. You know, one guy's going to sit at the terminal. That means we all have to kind of set up a 360 around him and watch our, you know, watch our, you know, exits or you know, something like that. Just knowing some of the basic stuff means that every, the, every guy with a ship can be 
uh, put in a team with a bunch of people or with several people and know their role to some extent and help everyone survive because no one wants to die uh, in, in in the persistent universe because uh, while I do want a robot arm, I think that's super cool. <laughs> uh, I don't want to die and lose my cool guy, you know. So I, I think I think there's a lot of a lot of good gameplay possibilities for that, and hopefully in the training stuff will that'll pay off. Yeah, yeah cool. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, how, and, and I'll ask you a leading question here, how sure. important is it for uh, someone uh, who wants to participate to be coachable? Uh, it's very, very helpful. Um, if you're not willing to listen to someone who, you know, has some experience, uh, I, I, I'm not an aggressive teacher. I'm not going to get up in your face and yell at you. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty constructive about it and relatively nice. I have that side. I think anyone that's been in the military does. It kind of you know get beaten into you a bit. But um, you know, everyone here that's come up and said that I want to be a trainer is very approachable, very nice, uh, very patient, willing to sit down and help you work out through something. As long as you are motivated to learn, uh, that's the important part. And yeah, you are going to have to be able to sit down and say, look, you know all those things I learned in Call of Duty. Well, even John said that, right? I mean, you said, you know, you walked in there, uh, you know, with us and you were expecting one thing and then you realized it wasn't about how fast your twitch muscles were. It was more about playing as part of the team, right? Yeah. Man. Well, John, John, can you talk about that a little bit, about the experience of a, of a, of a, a Call of Duty-style player coming to, uh, to Arma and, you know, what was, uh, what was interesting, what was uh, difficult, what was easy? Well, Call of Duty is a game where you're pretty much a lone gunner. Um, And the reason is because you're so... The maps are so small, and it's so easy to die, and you're respawning so quickly that even if you wanted to stick with another person, with one other person, it's just not feasible. You'd be waiting around the entire match, waiting for that person to respawn or get to your location. Uh, It's just a completely different play style. Um, so I think even in team games in Call of Duty, you're basically playing your own game. Um, and and you have to be able to assess a target and eliminate that person like instantly in Call of Duty. Um, because it is such close quarters. So going over to Arma, um, it's such a, a, a huge sandbox that you are approaching every situation very methodically uh, and you have time. When somebody starts shooting at you, uh, odds are that they're, they're, they're ranged out there. They're, they're quite a ways out there. So you have time to assess where the shots are coming from um, and how you can approach that situation. Uh, so it really it has n- almost nothing to do with uh, twitch movements. Uh, like mm-hmm. Call of Duty does, uh, so th- so the tactics are just completely different, and it really just feels kind of like a different game. Uh, you are moving as a unit, and it feels a lot more realistic than Call of Duty ever will. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Mad Cow, I'm I'm going to jump go out on a limb and say that you're not going to be uh, downloading the new Fallout at midnight tonight. Uh, you know what? Funny enough, actually, I do have it. Uh, I will be downloading it. Um, I'm a gamer first first and foremost. Uh, if there is a game that looks remotely fun, I will play it. I've played all the Fallouts so far. Oh, so There I you go. They have vats. Gleep, they have vats. Yeah, which is basically, you know, might as well be the same thing as taking forever and lining up a shot and yeah. uh, thinking about it methodically. But yeah, but for the most part, I mean, if it's multiplayer, I mean, I'll be playing it some, but I won't be playing it. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that's going to, you know, take a week off of work to play it. Uh, uh-huh. I'll enjoy it and I'll play it, but I, you know, I mean, you know, it's a fun game. They all are. But You're not feeling that Fallout flu coming on, are you? I am not feeling the flu. Unfortunately, the uh, the bills will not allow me. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. Well, very cool. So, um, kind of uh, to, to follow up on, on my last question to you, Mad Cow. So, if 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 I'm coming to uh, to join the group and the by far my my on my own personal skill tree, I have all of my points assigned to coachable <laughs> and none to actually being able to hit the broadside of a barn. Um, uh, you can work with me. 
we can work with you. Not a problem at all. Okay. Okay. Good. That's that's kind of the point I I want to reiterate is that um, you don't and because like you, as you said you know I mean first and foremost we're here to have fun and um, uh, you know if uh, if you you know don't feel like uh, the game don't be intimidated by the game uh, we'll figure out a way or not not we you <laughs> will figure out a way to um, allow uh, folks to do that uh, assuming that they can come to the experience uh, with uh, an open mind and uh, and follow some orders you know which yep. exactly think, uh, group tactics uh, involves taking orders <laughs> they do to some extent and hopefully you learn from them I mean, we've got guys out there that were uh, uh, you know, even a couple weeks ago, you know, came brand new to it, and we're just kind of following around, and then all of a sudden, you hear them using the lingo and calling out the stuff. And hey, you know, uh, I think we got this stuff over here. Let's take a couple guys and you know, flank over that way and do some stuff. So, it's a very quick learning process, and having a bunch of people that know and understand it uh, really, really adds to the fun. And it, uh, it, it, it the learning curve is is pretty slight. It'll, it, people will learn very quickly and have a good time doing it. Uh, you want to just kind of describe real quickly a couple of the missions that uh, the types of missions that uh, we do in Arma and uh, how one of those might play out? Sure. Yeah, I'd happy to. Uh, so basically, uh, we have uh, we use something called MCC. Uh, don't ask me what the what the acronym stands for. I couldn't possibly tell you. But essentially, it's just it adds uh, the ability to create missions kind of on the fly, and it's got a mission making thing. So we use that a lot because uh, it gives us a chance to create something that's randomized a little bit um, we have set we can set some parameters up and then we kind of hit the button and it kind of randomizes what things are going on allows everyone to get in there and play and basically it picks a point on the map and we'll go out there so in some case let's say we're going uh, to we have to blow up a supply cache well I'll take one we were just doing a little bit ago we had to blow up a supply cache and we had to kill a, an enemy officer or try to capture him it was in the middle of a city. So we had a couple options. We may either drive out there. So everyone gets together. We figure out what we're going to need. The supply cache will need some kind of uh, uh, something to blow it up with, which requires certain stuff. And then we have to figure out how we're going to get there. And we have to make sure everyone there has the kind of loadouts that make sense to us. Uh, in terms of loadouts, I mean the types of guns they're using, really for the most part. Because people have preferences, what kinds of things they like to use. Some people, you know, diehard snipers, they really want that long-range stuff. Some mm-hmm. people, you know, like to use the machine guns. Some people like to use grenade launchers, whatever whatever it happens to be. Some people like to be anti-tank things. Uh, we try to accommodate all of that, and for the most part, we really can. And then finger uh, guns. I, I like exactly, to see some finger guns. Exactly. And if you don't have the mods installed, you may see finger guns. Don't be afraid <laughs> of finger guns. Your buddy probably has a gun in his hand. You just don't see it. But uh, if uh, if you don't see if he's shooting at people and they aren't dying, he may not. But. Um, yeah, basically, then we, we, we head off. We, uh, you know, so lots of times we chop her in. We'll find a landing zone somewhere out there. Uh, we'll set it up. Everyone will land in there. Then we'll, uh, we'll move through the city tactically and try to, you know, get to the points of uh, you know, wherever our objectives are. And, uh, you know, usually we'll watch, you know, uh, it, it kind of depends on where the bad guys are. Um, I'm trying not to use lingo, so excuse me if I stumble a bit. I'm trying to keep it, trying to keep it uh, uh, simple. But essentially, what we're trying to do is, you know, we'll find the bad guys, we'll try to attack them. If we can attack them, uh, you know, we'll do so. If not, we'll try to defend ourselves and get to the objectives because that's really the goal. Let's get the objectives, mm-hmm. complete the objectives, then get out. So that's kind of what we try to do. And hopefully we can and, get out. Go ahead. I would say, and, can, and you can tailor these missions to include um, uh, aircraft, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So any of those people that are you know, diehard sim fans, well, guess what? We have just a slew of aircraft in the game. And uh, mm-hmm. I know you and Ace were actually playing around with the United States Air Force mod that had some of the other uh, larger jets and whatnot and bombers in it, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, those guys with ships, there are ships in the game. And, um, you know, for those of us that see our interaction with the FPS game being taking the guys there, bringing them back, you know, bringing in supplies, etc., uh, there is a place for us in Arma as well. Yeah, for sure. We've got a gentleman, uh, uh, Scar, Scarrow. Um, he and his uh, he and his wife play with us frequently in Arma. So yes, there are women out there. Any those women with ships, those gals with ships, whatever, mm-hmm. those, whatever that was. There's there's ladies out here too. Don't be afraid of that. Um, he uh, he prefers generally he'll do uh, he'll fly the the unmanned aerial vehicles. Uh, he'll set those up. He'll also fly in and out. He likes doing that type of stuff. So. Uh, uh, obviously, Ace is in there. He's flying stuff all the time too. But he gets, gets on the ground too. He's one of our diehard snipers. He loves it. Um, mm-hmm. You know things like that. So, yeah, there's a. The nice thing about this is it's a huge sandbox. They've had 
several years to develop that. So that means that uh, there's a little something for everybody. It's just a matter of finding it. Yeah, it's um, uh, I'm very excited to have uh, uh, been reintroduced to it um, by folks that know what they're doing, so that um, so that it is fun now. It's not just intimidating and you know, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so intimidating to begin with. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just it's so complicated. They give you almost no direction. Just kind of throw you out there and say, "Okay, have fun." <laughs> then the dying well, begins. Well, yeah. The, my favorite thing about it when I first got it was I only paid half price for it. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because because this is going on my uh, Steam Gray list right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Immediately deleted. Just left on the list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, cool, Matt. Cal, I mean, uh, thank you uh, very much for um, for doing what you guys are doing, and um, and anything that you uh, that we can do uh, to help you out, uh, please do let us know. Um, it's um, it's uh, it's very exciting, and um, I think uh, uh, it's exciting for Arma having fun now, but it's also exciting for um, uh, the first person universe that we're all uh, looking forward to experiencing together. Yeah, as soon as we get that AC two point oh, you guarantee a bunch of us will be in there figuring out how to mess around the first person. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, so John, do you have any uh, other uh, FPS questions? John, are you okay? I'm trying to think of an FPS question. <laughs> the gun shoots through the pointy end, put the other end on your shoulder. Oh, That's okay. Look Thanks through for- the sights, no no scoping on this one. Ah, oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah, my little okay. brother was huge in this Counter-Strike. Used to always watch him do the no-scope sniper rifle thing around the corner, <laughs> through the wall, you know. Yeah. Like, did you even hit anybody? Yeah, I just killed three guys. Like, what What just happened? Yeah, the 360 no-scope. no-scope. Yep, there it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> is, is that the thing where you cut a little hole in a Post-it note and put it on your TV? Yeah, really close. You're almost there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, we're we're very excited and um, encourage folks to come out. And we will have links to all the relevant uh, uh, pages on our website uh, in the show notes. So uh, please do um, check that out and uh, come and join us. We're uh, like uh, Mad Cow said, we're we're out there most nights. And then um, uh, Sunday meetup time uh, last night, uh, we, uh, we we gave Star Citizen a try. We had some fun. Actually, Ace was saying uh, it's been so long since he played Star Citizen that it felt really good to get back in and, and run through a couple um, uh, iterations of Vandal Swarm and, and then go back and play Arma. <laughs> so um, so it's uh, they're, they're folks to play with, and it's a fun game once you get over that uh, initial hump. So. There you have it. Yeah, the uh, the updated uh, how to join us in game page for the site update is going to have information on how to get up and running in Arma 3 with us. Um, Excellent. So yeah, once uh, Mad Cow and I get that stuff ironed out, it should be, it might even be up by the time this episode posts. Mm. Mad Cow, did you know that John is redoing the entire website? Yeah, he told me, and he said he'd been talking to a couple of uh, those guys with ships that happen to have some uh, some web development experience too. So uh, I'm 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 waiting with bated breath, John, to see what what you have in store. I, I've seen it already. It's you cool. have. It's very cheated. Cool. Well, now I'm, now I, I really want to see cheat. it. That's really I not fair. Cheat. It's like it's like finding out what you're getting for Christmas, but not getting to see it. Yeah, I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> Special Gleet. All I'm right. I'm not touching that. I'm not touching no. that. No. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that was it. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Now, if only you had parachute pants. <laughs> you, you think I don't? Oh, he's like, I don't know what you're wearing. Oh, you could be. <laughs> I'm not wearing the gold ones tonight, though. So, uh, Well, yeah, you get those are special occasions. You don't want to bring yeah, those out is. just it's, for a podcast. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a Monday. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, so um, last week, and um, uh, we we talked briefly about um, uh, our our idea about challenging Team Legacy to a duel, and um, just wanted to to uh, mention that we we do have some uh, some news to discuss. Um, Ace has been in contact with um, with one of the guys or a couple of the guys over there, and he has a report for us. But we will get to that next week. Um, uh, because um, Ace couldn't be with us tonight. So um, uh, there is progress uh, being made uh, of a sort, uh, and we will discuss it um, next week. So uh, tune in for that. 
All right. And speaking of those guys with ships, we have new members. John, we're almost at 220 members. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. It's almost 222. No. Really? Yeah. When? 222? No, I said it's almost 222, which is exciting because it's all the same number in a row. It's a palindrome. It would be a palindrome. It will be a palindrome as soon as we get three more members. What if we don't get that, though? What if the world ends tomorrow? Well, that will make me sad. You hit 22, I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a, a dummy account just to get to 223, just to throw you off. <laughs> oh, I see how you are. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I wonder, like, the, the like, like uh, CIG did with the one millionth citizen. Like, at 222, do we, like, uh, link them uh, a YouTube video from the television show? There's you guys know Room 222? I'm not familiar no. with that one. When was that at? Oh, okay. Early 70s. So. Ooh, that's, that's earlier than my time. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, where are you? Jimmy, I need you. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> Bob Dole joined us. So, <laughs> and I, I don't think it's the guy that ran for president, but uh, <laughs> he, he was out playing Arma with us last night. Uh, he yeah, was, he's a great guy. He's been out there quite a bit. Yeah, he was up out there dressed like uh, like Chewbacca, like Ace does, and uh, going around blowing things up. So he says, "Hey guys, wait, wait, I've wait, wait, in- wait, 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 wait. Hmm? You guys dress like Chewbacca in Arma? It's basically Chewbacca. If you ever seen the ghillie suits, some 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 of them look basically like Chewbacca. Oh, okay. And Bob okay. likes to wear his ghillie suit all the time, as long as it's not <laughs> so. actually Chewbacca. Because I got a hard time for wearing a motorcycle helmet." <laughs> like I'm not going to let someone wear Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, that was a very red motorcycle helmet and a bunch of guys wearing camo. Was that was cool. something else. It was, you know what? Cool factor was definitely there. I'm not going <laughs> to deny it. It's not as not as cool as my blue onesie. Yeah, your blue onesie is pretty awesome. But see, you're a medic, so it kind of fits in. We can find you quickly. So, you know, we let that one slide. Thank you. <laughs> All right, he says, Bob Dole says, Hey guys, I've been enjoying your podcast for a while now and figured yours would be a good jo- good org to be in. I got into the game shortly after Kickstarter with a Hornet and have gone a little nuts growing my fleet since then. I was born in the early 80s, so I played all the Wing Commander games growing up, as well as Starflight 1 and 2. Anyone else remember those? Do you guys remember those? I do not remember those. Man, Starf- I don't remember either of those. Starflight 1 and 2. What's Wing Commander? What's it's, that game? It's the best movie ever, Jimmy. <laughs> All right. I enjoy combat, but also want to try a whole slew of other aspects like long-range exploration, trade, and maybe some smuggling. I have a few luxury cl- luxury craft that I plan on using for org negotiations or VIP transport and could use a fighter squadron to clear the skies. Be my samurai. Cheers, Bob. So welcome aboard, Bob. And it's great to see you out. It's it's great to have people like just join us and then you know immediately become active. That's 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 fantastic. Yeah, he's playing right now. Whoa. But he didn't he couldn't like actually hear us say all this what we just said. He doesn't know the good the good thoughts you're having right now. That's right, because it hasn't actually really happened yet. I mean does does the podcast make a noise when it falls in the forest? Before it gets pushed <laughs> just, up to the server, I just think I'm time traveling right now. It's amazing. You are. You are. You're. You're a little bit younger than you were when you started. Exactly. This is. This is fantastic. <laughs> Mike Slane joined us. He says, "Hey guys, I've been listening to the Versecast for the last month, and it's the atmosphere of positivity and friendliness that makes me want to join. I was originally linked to Chris's pitch video and pledged not long after." Currently have a Constellation Taurus and a Gladius. I'm a huge FPS combat fan and would like to know more about the Black Guard and the training. So if you haven't been listening up to this point in the show, uh, Mike, uh, hit the rewind. Go back to the beginning. You'll hear all kinds. I think that should uh, be our tagline, the atmosphere of positivity. <laughs> I think you need clouds and a rainbow if you're going to do that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We Unicorns. sound like a self-help book. <laughs> self-help <Unicorns>. book. <laughs> Unicorns. All right. Canthus joined us, said, heard you guys Wait, with what? ships. Canthus. Oh, I was looking. At, okay. Never mind. 
He got it right this time. Oh. God, man, I, I, I get them wrong, you call me out. I get them right, you call me out. I saw a catalyst, and I thought you were <laughs> pronouncing it campus. I was thinking maybe he threw you off by getting it right for once. Like, I don't, what? <laughs> I don't even know how to deal with this. Oh, man. Heard you are guys with ships. I'm a guy. I have ships. Lots of ships. I have ships that go inside of other ships and ships that house other ships. I have little ships. I have big ships. I like ships. <laughs> Sam, I am. <laughs> this is exactly the person we need in our orgs. Exactly. So welcome, Canthus. It's good to have you on board. Catalyst. That's how you pronounce that, John. Did that well. Thank you. I've been listening to the podcast and really enjoying the attitude slash... Are you noticing a, a sort of a recurring theme here, guys? Friendly works. Oh, I was going to guess fun names. But yeah, friendly also. <laughs> friendly works. Yes. We're all about the friendly. Uh, really enjoying the attitude stroke approach. Stroke, John. Call back to last show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, to the game you seem to have. That's the attitude and approach we seem to have. Sounds like a fun place to hang out in the verse. Something like 10 years ago, I bought the original Free Space and the Silent Threat expansion. Now, have you heard of Free Space? Man, I'm going to have to go look up games when I get off of here. Yeah, I think no, I've I'm, heard of Free Space. The Silent Threat. Oh, it's an expansion. Yeah. And played them start to finish in three glorious summer days. Oh, that's nice. Um, still one of the most fantastic gaming experiences of my life. I mean, I think we probably all have gaming experiences like that, where we like got a game and just like played it from beginning to end, and and uh, you know, it really sort of like Doom was that was that game for me. I just picked it up and I couldn't stop until it was done. Yeah, Midnight Halo. That was my me and my little brother played it all the way through. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. John. Have you had I, didn't, that experience? I didn't play games when I was a kid. No. Okay. Well. Silent Threat expansion. And play them start <laughs> the to finish. longest silence we ever had. <laughs> Three glorious summer days. Still one of the most fantastic gaming experiences of my life. I still install and replay it from time to time. It was the first space sim I ever tried and still ranks in my top five games of all time. God, this guy really likes this game. we got to look this up. I bet you good old game. It's probably a good old games game, wouldn't you think? Good call. It might be. Maybe. Um, I found Star Citizen a little over two years ago while browsing Reddit and felt like I'd finally stumbled across a worthy successor. A few months later, I bought an Avenger and started getting the rest of my friends involved. Still only have the Avenger, but that probably won't be so true following the anniversary sale. Welcome aboard, Catalyst. It's good to have you. So 219, 220 coming up, and then 222 shortly after that. The sky's the limit, guys. The universe is the limit. The universe is endless. It's infinite. The little sideways eight. <laughs> it's like the eight that fell down and went to sleep. <laughs> uh, this week over at uh, the website, John, we had uh, four new folks join us. We had uh, uh, Draconot. Dracon Alice. <laughs> oh, Dracon man. You almost Dracon had 100%. Alice. You should have just I gone was, for it. I was doing so well. Thrasix joined Draconalis. us. Draconalis, yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, Thrasix, who uh, has uh, uh, been playing armor with us, I believe, wasn't we? Uh, we were. He was out getting set up last night, wasn't he? Yeah, I was helping him set up uh, last night before I had to. I had to head off, but uh, I don't know if he actually ended up playing or not after I left. But uh, maybe. Excellent. Well, welcome, welcome to the website. Welcome to the server. Just welcome. Shadow Two joined us, that as is, did Catalyst. Shadow Two is not a valid user. Not a valid user. That's my test account. Wah, wah. <laughs> wow. Banhammer. I promise. Banhammer. Yeah, kick this that guy. Is, that is, yeah, watch, watch. That's the only fake account I've ever made. Sure. Oh, we're going to believe you now. <laughs> yeah. See see what I just did there? Look at that. Oh. Strike through. Oh, my You're, God. It's real bad. You're dead. You know that how long it took me to come up with that name? That sick name? 
Well, who was it? who was it that used to play with us on the uh, Minecraft server back in the day? Wasn't there an only shadow or somebody? That or was, was that me. you? I used to be the only <laughs> shadow. Wow. Uh, I know. I knew this guy. His name was Shadow, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cleve, that was me. Oh, I, I, I used to steal the diamonds out of his chest. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Oh, apparently you do. The Shadow knows. <laughs> well, okay, so only three new members on the website. Have you this not week. seen the Shadow? Of course, I have. That's okay. good. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. That was a, well, it was a radio serial back like before before even I was born. All I know, Alec Baldwin, man, that guy nailed it. That and the yeah. Phantom, Phantoms. That's a good kind of similar type movie. Okay, never seen it. It's, a, it's scary, right? No, I don't watch scary movies. Is the no. Phantom the guy with the purple purple tights? Yeah, in the Amazon, uh-huh. the jaguar symbol or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah. Get on the phantom train there, Gleep. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right. Um, and then we got some email. I think we were we were opining last week that we hadn't received any for a while. So our our buddy Turd stepped up. Turd stepped to the plate. <laughs> I just love saying his name. Um, he says, I have a question for y'all. I feel like we communicate quite well for an org. Take that with a grain of salt because... One, this is my first experience with an org, and B, I like how B comes after one. Uh, the game isn't even out yet. <laughs> so here is the question. Let's assume for a minute that the game is out and we are playing it and it is awesome, but there are some operations we want to do, operations that we want to keep to ourselves. How are we going to coordinate such things? How are we going to ensure secure comms and not let other groups in on what we're doing? What if we find some jump points or systems that we want to keep to ourselves? Twitter is an obvious no-go. Even Versecast.org is open to the public. Is it possible to have a password-protected forum? Some sort of invite-only cloud document. Do we come up with our own Esperanto? That is a plan. I want our own Esperanto. That's this is, some serious business. This is my first experience with an org as well. Uh-huh. And your thoughts? We can actually have uh, exclusive forums on the website. Um, so if we do get some kind of like secret groups going or whatever, um, mm-hmm. we can have sub-forums that are only accessible by selected users uh and it's pretty easy to set up actually so once we get to that point 100 percent, i can set that kind of thing up well i mean that sort of ties into um a, a thing that you and i were kind of discussing offline and that is we don't know what org management tools are going to be made available to us through rsi yeah, uh, we know we know that orgs two is coming, whatever you know, whatever that means, and whatever that will provide. Um, so, um, I think that uh, for a group like ours, which you know at at its highest level is is a social organization designed to be all inclusive and um, uh, just be a place for people to congregate and uh, find other folks to play with. Um, that at that level, it's really easy to manage. When you get down uh, down a few layers, uh, then there there is the potential for complexity that um, uh, without the um, without a, a good understanding of what tools you have to work with, um, you can't really speak to it too well. You know. Yeah, it's, that's true. Um, but it really does depend on what tools they give us. Um, yeah, exactly. And if it's not deep enough, then we might be able to fill in the gaps where we need to. Uh, with our own website where we have control over that kind of thing. And and we have the webmaster. That's you. Is that my name now? Web it can't master. be the FPS master. I guess you can have two masters, can't you? I mean... <laughs> I'm not a master of FPS. Is it like I'm not even that good belts? at Call of Duty. <laughs> God, I'm, not, I'm not even really good. I don't even know how to play the game. <laughs> Well, you know, think, think of ponds and fishes, John. You're the big one. Uh-oh. Big fish. The size of the pond, that's up to you. Okay. 
You're a god to me, man. Mike Slane <laughs> sent us an email also. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Been listening to your talk of training in Arma. Man, we see we're getting, we're getting Arma right, love. Good here, idea. Guys. Yeah. And I really want to give it a go. It's a great idea and probably the best game for the job. I'm a Battlefield series veteran and love squad-based tactics and play. Something crucial to success in Arma, I hear. Or something, something crucial to success in Arma, I hear. Like Gleep, I think. I picked it up a year ago, but didn't do much more than shooting ranges. I'll hopefully be joining you over the next couple of days. Fly safe. Mike Slane. Now, has Mike been out? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't see any new faces per se. So I'm going to go with probably not, but uh, you'll hope to see him soon. Yeah, Mike, uh, uh, come on out. Uh, we're waiting for you. We'll, we'll wait. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be the ones standing around the tank waiting for you to get here. No stress. No hurry. None at all. Still waiting. Still waiting, Mike. Crickets. Hurry up, Mike. Is he there Mike. yet? Mike. Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, yes, Mike. We're looking forward to seeing you. Okay. Well, and um, we talked about it a little bit last night. We had lots of guys out to play Arma. And what Ace was telling me uh, last night is during the day, there were like just oodles oodles and oodles of guys out were you out mad cow for that during the day yeah we were uh uh, i'll be honest uh my little brother called me at 10 o'clock in the morning my time so it would have been uh like seven your time in the morning he said hey i'm getting on we walked in there and uh someone else was on there for a little bit we started playing and i don't think we stopped playing until about 11 o'clock at night my time so it'd been what eight eight yours eight or nine is when i left so it just people just kept showing up and we all kept having fun and we just kept going and it was great yeah so I think we that had so awesome. Yeah, we had 10, 12 people out at some points and, uh, you know, down to five or six occasionally. But, yeah, just a lot of people out having a good time. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, it's, um, I, I didn't uh, get on until probably I came out at, at six at the start of the meetup and but was uh, finishing up show notes. I uh, got out to play, I guess, about seven or so and was out for a couple of hours. And it was it was a lot of fun. We were Ace and I were cruising around in, in what do you call that? Um, is it ambient warfare? What's the, mm-hmm. the thing that, that uh, just occasionally uh, uh, bad guys will spawn around the base? Yeah, basically, is if you get anywhere near it, it, it basically keeps spawning bad guys throughout the map. So it, it's nice because you can set it up, and that way you're not just flying through you know empty terrain. You've got guys that might shoot you. You don't know where they are, what they've got available, and you know anything can happen. So yeah, that's the ambient warfare. You're absolutely right. Okay, and, and is it possible to run a server on your local machine? It is. Yeah, you can actually run everything that we had there. We actually run Johnny Eleven Bravo. Actually, his uh, we were originally using his computer, his home computer, as as the server. But the problem was, after five or six guys, it basically killed his computer. So mm-hmm. that's when we looked at for the uh, for, for you know a, a, a hosted server out there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but yeah, you can run all this stuff on on a normal on a normal computer too. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, and so then, uh, after uh, I guess after uh, all day Arma, uh, guys came out and played some uh, Star Citizen. I know Avi and, and Ace were out, and um, uh, uh, Yellow Stag was out for a bit too. We haven't got Yellow Stag into the uh, into the Arma yet. Um, oh no, he showed up a couple. Uh, he showed up uh, the other day. Well, he talked to us for a while. I don't think he actually yeah, got in there. I don't think he's pulled the trigger on, on getting no. the game yet. So um, um, we're uh, we, have to, we have to keep uh, keep on him about that. Um, so we we did some uh, some free flight and some vandal swarms and and it was fun and then we all went back and played more Arma so um, like I say Ace and I were were running around in a tank blowing things up you know, and that was very fun and um, so yeah it was a, it was a good time and and we'll do it all again next Sunday so uh, um, anything else that you guys have been playing uh, right now that you want to talk about I know um, uh, apparently you two guys are going to be uh, are going to be uh, playing some of the of the fallout uh, uh, John or uh, mad cow in the previous show we were talking about uh, uh, my my machine just comes in right at the at the bottom end of the uh, of the uh, requirements so um, I'm thinking I'm it wouldn't be uh, uh, too much fun for me so I'm gonna wait and find a, a buddy with a console that's gonna be playing it so well, that's be not my a bad idea yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I, the only thing worse than paying full price for a game and going through the all the download and setup and everything is have it just like chug, you know? <laughs> right? That eight frames a second where you really can't quite play it, but you you almost can, but not really. 
Yeah. 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 Not, well, you know, Steam good. is offering uh, refunds now if games don't work. Really? Are they really? That. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I'd done ever, that for uh, that Batman Arkham, whatever it was, this last. Oh night. yeah, that one God. was a bat. They they completely removed that from Steam. Yeah, that was sixty dollars that I never ended up using. Oh man, awesome. And don't they have some sort of a refund thing where if you have have played a game for less than some period of time, they will give you store credit for it? Yeah, it's something like two yeah, hours. Yeah, that's it. I think yeah, it's it like is. two hours. I didn't know it was store credit. For some yeah, reason, I thought it was money back. Yeah, it's either money or credit. I, I, I've never done it myself. I just I know several people that have, but I, I don't know if it was yeah. credit or not. I can't remember. Because I definitely my gray list is long enough and filled with games I've never even loaded that uh, I would be willing to cash some of those in for a, a shot at even a badly performing uh, Fallout. So yeah. <laughs> now well, there may be a time, time limit on that, though. Yeah, there may be a time limit on how long you have to do that. But, uh, you know, who knows? Well, there's always a catch. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, so uh, coming up, we have, um, if, if nothing happens uh, before next Sunday, we will have the meetup again. But uh, as uh, we've been saying, uh, there's usually somebody out here every night doing something, uh, be it Star Citizen or Arma. Um, uh, if nothing else, you can just come out and jump in chat and uh, say hello to folks. So that's fun to do, too. Yeah, unless the world ends tomorrow. You got this real doomsday thing. Here, John. <laughs> man, no kidding. Bring it down, man. <laughs> All right, John, you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. All right. Hey, guys, you see the site hosting services provider is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Oh. But I'm talking about engine. Then we can dig it. That's it. That's it, everybody. There's, there are no more, no more shaft references. That that's that's all there is. Wow, nailed it, John. Nailed it. Thanks. Support engine. They power our website. Go to enjin.com for all your site hosting needs. Ronald Jenkins, check him out. RonaldJenkins.com. Support Star Citizen, the base radio, where you can hear. Um, a rebroadcast of our Versecast show every Saturday afternoon and on Thursday evenings, um, our own Jimmy Croker's. Um, um, why am I blanking on the name? Quantum of the show? Drive. Quantum Drive. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I just had a senior moment there. Um, check them out at radio.starcitizenbase.com. I am those guys with. Ships Gleep. No, no, let me do that again. I am TGW Stroke S Gleep. Check the show notes for all my contact details. And a big thank you to Mad Cow for coming out and, uh, and joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I'm, you know, such short notice. We really do appreciate it. And um, uh, we appreciate the information and all of the uh, support in the community. Yeah, well, I'm happy to, happy to help. And if you ever need me again, just let me know. Fantastic. Do you have any John. contact information? Uh, contact information. I'm uh, socially uh, social networking. Uh, not so much, but <laughs> if you want to leave me an email, feel free to do it at madcow one zero zero one. That's with a K, by the way. M A D K O W one zero zero one at gmail dot com. I'm happy to answer any questions you have, or you can always PM me on the Versecast forums. I'm under Madcow on there too. Happy to talk to anyone that needs help with anything, or if you just want to uh, shoot the uh, the poop, I guess. Boop. Yes, you know you can that. use that to grow potatoes. You can, I'm told poop potatoes. There's quite a few of them, in fact. On Mars. See, because it was the movie, John, The Martian. Uh huh. They had potatoes that they grow. Potato poop. Poop, poop potatoes. Poop potatoes. Then them tater poops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the only Jonto, and pretty much everywhere else. You can email me at john at versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at versecast.org. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at versecast and use the hashtag TGWS when you're tweeting so that our guys with ships can find it. And make sure to just search for that hashtag too because it's a symbiotic relationship. Did I use that word right? I think so. Okay. Uh, RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. We'd love to have you. And you can join up to 10 orgs, so... Really got nothing to lose. We're a social org. Everyone is welcome. Yeah. Uh, Versecast.org is our website. 
soon to be revamped, so you better go check it out. I spent many hours, so many hours. Oh my gosh, my Fallout 4 is finished downloading. That means it's ready to play <laughs> right now. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, RSI Community Hub. <laughs> go to hub.firstcast.org. That is where you can uh, go give us a like. We'd really appreciate it. Forwards you right to the RSI Community Hub page. Uh, you know, maybe leave a comment as well so that uh, we know that you like the show. Yes, please. John, I'm playing it now. Oh, no. End the show right now. It's amazing. (laughs) Until next time, then, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you later. Bye. Pip-Boy. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start. Oh, flaming.